Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey folks, you're listening to The Hang, hosted by the Broadway Podcast Network. In this episode, I'm hanging with one of music theater's rising stars, Bradley Jaden. British actor Bradley is quickly making a name for himself as one of the West End's most talented leading men, and, much like myself, he contributes a big part of that to his time in Les Miserables. We talk about our shared love of the show, how we're looking forward to finally working together on Camelot, and how Bradley kept his heart and soul together during the trickiest of times. Bradley Jaden, welcome to The Hang, live in Soho. How yeah. are you, brother? I'm, I'm really good. Yeah, I, I, it feels bizarre that I'm even here, if I'm honest. But this is, this, well, why is it bizarre? I don't know, because uh, like I, I reached out to you ages ago and said I, w- I was listening to uh, The Hang while I was on the construction site. That's kind of what got me, got me through uh, working when the industry wasn't a thing. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every oh, I know day. you reached out, but yeah. So uh, I used to listen to it like most days up and and just kind of got me through working. So yeah. Oh man, I wish I didn't stop it then. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on quite the hiatus. Yeah, I was like, oh right, well, I better stop the constructions at work. Yeah. Well, I hated doing it over um, <laughs> FaceTime or yeah. you know remote platforms. It was driving me insane. But to be fair, so I, that's what I listened to while I was on the construction site, and so many podcasts had to do that and you could hear you know the audio change and the sound change and and the delay and you could also tell the i guess the host the the natural naturalistic side of it kind of disappeared do you know what i mean yeah. and it didn't feel like what they wanted to try and achieve but they had to try and keep their shows and their programs alive so it must have been difficult for well the problem is i don't like talking on the phone yeah and i certainly don't like facetiming because we're at the peril of internet connections which i think they're making making it worse on purpose yeah. to somehow make us pay more for Absolutely. better service. <laughs> I, I think they're, they're fucking us on that one. <laughs> so it was just driving me insane. I couldn't, the whole point of things called the hang. We yeah, weren't yeah. hanging anymore. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So now we can hang and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so I really appreciate really you, you being here. And that man bun, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to it's get there. It's taking a lot of scrunchies. It's Listen, taking a lot of scrunchies. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm hoping to give you some sort of, uh, a, a good effort when it comes to Camelot <laughs> by the time I get there. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I'm, I'm still uh, challenging my fiance at the moment. We still have her uh, hair off and, you know, she shows me how to properly blow dry it and stuff. Just so <laughs> I know how to mitigate my expectations. Yeah. Are you growing it more or is this it now? No, I, do you know what? I've, do you I'm, cut it? 
No, I've, I was told at the beginning of this contract to Lamers it needed like its ends cut, which I learned about that a little bit. Um, but and you can kind of tell that I don't really, I just put it up and. So you know, from now to Camelot, there's going to be more growth? Is that what I'm hearing? I, I mean, unless they, they cut it, I just, yeah, I mean, I quite like, there's a difference. I mean, when I think you're growing your hair, I mean, this is how the, the hang is going to go for, for this podcast, growing hair. <laughs> I think it goes through so many different stages, like a little bob, a little yep. like, oh, is that kind of long hair? And then when it gets to nipple length, you're like, now I feel like a Viking. Yes. And that's where I feel like I'm at. I don't, I don't have the nipple and that, length. Yeah. And that's when, that's when you're like, oh, I'm, I'm part Viking. That's how I feel. So pre-nipple, what did you feel like? Kind of like, I'm, I'm a lady. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But absolutely nothing wrong with it. I don't necessarily see a lady when I look in no. the mirror. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, there's times. I was called a lady a couple of times. Uh, excuse me, miss. Just from. From behind, do you know what I mean? Well, you are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not denying that. You the delicate are, shoulders. First time I saw you, because this is actually your second time we're actually seeing each other. Yeah. First time was on the red line, the central line. Yeah. And I remember looking at this guy who was across from me. I'm like, that is one pretty boy. <laughs> he is good looking. That was the... Then you started talking to me. I was yeah, like, I the was, pretty guy's talking to me. <laughs> I was shocked. I was, you know, I, I think when you're in musical theater, you always aspire and you always have uh, people that you you know, dream of working with or would like to meet. And, you know, I had always followed your career and kind of thought, oh, I'd love, I'd love to meet that guy. I'd love to sing, sing with him. And, um, and obviously then when I finally made it into uh, the ensemble of Les Mis, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting close. Like maybe now I could possibly meet. And then I took over from Andreas and, and then I left and, and then I met you while I was playing Fiero and I was just like, I've got to tell you that I, I was, I played an Andreas and I was just like, I just had to say, I, 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 hello, hello. And I remember it, it was the most awkward conversation, probably like the beginning of this, um, from nerves and, and, uh, Were you, yeah. weren't you thinking, what's this old guy staring at me for? No, I was, I was just like, wow, that's with, yeah, I need to say hello. And I'm I, glad you did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was thrilled. Yeah. And since then, I, I mean, we've, we've tried to meet and we've tried to organize having a bit of a, a sing song but we tried to organize you're too busy rides. you're too busy <laughs> well and then the pandemic yeah absolutely you know? yeah but yeah i i'm fortunate to say creatively i've been busy but you know yeah. it sucks for friendships and stuff yeah but you don't have a harley anymore right no so i had to sell it because of the pandemic yeah well that's heartbreaking yeah it was it really, it really was i had a couple of tears that day yeah how um, long did you have her uh Four years, mate. Yeah, it was really, and it was. It even got me through, you know, working in the pandemic. You know, I mean, my neighbours didn't like it. Four thirty in the morning, getting to the construction site. I know the feeling. Do you ever think, like, <laughs> what if I just push it down the road a little bit? Well, we had this like a Facebook group. I think you know a lot of people have Facebook groups for the area that you live in, or you know the village that you live in. And I kept looking every day, thinking someone was going to say, "Who is that inconsiderate person starting their Harley at half four in the morning?" And I wanted to say, "Well." I got to keep the roof over my head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was very sad to to lose her. When um, I used but, to come home after Phantom or Valjean in the West End, and I'd be riding home on the Harley, it'd be a bit late, so I would get, and obviously the streets were clear at the time. Yeah. I'd get enough speed to then turn it off, kill it, <laughs> yeah. and then just coast yeah. into my driveway as best I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was that like working on a construction site when? Because at that point. You, you had been Javert, 
Uh, I had been, we had, we'd opened the brand new production for, I think it was three months. And what was that special handover that you and Ball did on? Uh, that was, so uh, we'd just done the, I, want, I guess it, they called it the All-Star concert. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Was that pre-construction? Yeah, that person? was pre, yeah. And it was, um, and I was just about to go and open. So I'd pl- I was playing Andres while he was doing Javert in that concert. And then for the last uh, show, Cameron obviously did his kind of the, the infamous bringing all the Valjeans on to sing Bring Him Home. But I think Michael Ball then decided that he wanted to have his own infamous <laughs> moment and we sung the Duet of Stars, which was, uh, you know, very, very special for me. You know, again, Michael was a, a guy that I've kind of looked up to and listened to since, you know, when you start musical theatre, your career, Les Mis is always one of those albums that I think everyone picks up. And, yeah. you know, he, he was uh, an incredible leading man and that... I think we all kind of just were in awe of how hard he worked for the company and for the show. He works his ass off. I've I've never met with joy though. With I, joy, there is never a, yeah. even at the times where he, you know, he is extremely tired or you know he's run down. He puts it on. He turns up and he's and he's there and and that was inspiring every day to watch. You yeah. kind of just like okay, we he's can do super this. kind. Yeah, really, really lovely man. So I know, and I've, of course, for the obvious and. The plethora of reasons why the temp- pandemic was devastating for everyone mm. but if we can just put all that aside and selfishly just zero in on you creatively speaking that must have been heartbreaking knowing what lamez was becoming the new version the all-star handover a lot of hype a lot of excitement as there should be for that show yeah i think like you say it was it was exciting and it was a moment um in in my career where i was kind of like wow okay this is uh you know, I always say to my fiance, I don't know where I've ever wanted my 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 career. I only ever wanted to be the ensemble of Les Mis, and and once I'd done that, I I've kind of just now what? ridden yeah. the wave, and I've yeah. n- never known where what's coming or what to audition for, or I've kind of just gone okay, let's go for it, and which has been lovely. But I can categorically say I've never aspired to be famous. I've never aspired to be someone big or people know me. I'm quite. Um, introverted and quite quiet as as Bradley um, whereas when I get on stage that's when I kind of I, I feel like I can be a bit freer and a bit more alive which is a weird weird sensation but that that's the absolute truth and um, and when that kind of disappeared you, you almost just had to go straight into survival mode and all my 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 friends that I've had since I was like four or five years old, they're all builders, construction site workers, mechanics, plasterers, and and I just knew that they were working. And I'd, as soon as um, I'd spoken to Cameron, he kind of gave win that it was not going to be open for a, a year, maybe more. Wow. I, I just was like, okay. So I just phoned up my best friend Joe and just was like, I need to get on the, on some work. And he was like, yeah, you can start tomorrow. And, and I just knew that if I didn't do that, I wasn't, you know, fortunate enough to get any support or anything from the government or anything like that. So, you know, you know, to yeah. go from wage to nothing was was really difficult, especially when you knew that there was there wasn't going to be anything to help look after my family, as it were. So, um, and obviously, my my fiance was in in a job at the same time as well, and her her show shut. Um, so it was kind of like right, let's just do this. And actually, it was it was wonderful. Like you know. All my friends were there and I got to meet some really, really lovely, kind men who, you know, took me under their wing. And I, I did some work 
previous before I guess becoming a professional uh, you know working with my friend who was a plasterer and and working with my friend Joe previous to that but just that camaraderie and working with all the the guys and you know I never want he he kind of said this is a guy who who he actually said because he doesn't know what my career was like <laughs> he was like this guy's a dancer which I'm not but I was <laughs> I was taking it I was like you know what he's calling me a dancer let's go with it and so all these guys were like well, what's he doing here, picking up cables and, you know, and working the hard nights. But they soon found out that I was a really hard worker. And, you know, I didn't want to step on toes. Or I didn't want preferential treatment or anything like that. I just wanted just to keep the roof over my head and work hard. And, and, and actually, it, I think it was good. I think it was really good for me. Um, I think so many times in our industry, we can, you know, seem to feel like we're bigger than other people or yeah. and, and we're not we're not we, if you're a lead you're no better than a, an ensemble if you're if you're a lead you're no better than someone working on stage crew or anything like that you you're all completely equal and and I think sometimes not even saying that I was getting to that stage but I think you just kind of go eh, it's just a job it's in in terms of that's just something I'm I've I love with all my heart yeah. and I would love to do it but if someone said by chance you can't ever sing I'd go you know what I've had the best best time yeah. and and now I've got to do something else so uh, you know I kind of just kept always hopeful that there that there would be shows again and I'll bust my balls to to work again and I kind of just thought it was like almost cleaning the slate clean and everyone would have that kind of refreshed um energy for when it did come back and so I just worked really really hard with them and got some new friends and 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 we kept our house, so that was the main main thing. Do you know what I mean? I love so, yeah. that man. That is such a great attitude to have and a great outlook. Because I'm with you on that. We at the end of the day, we're playing dress up. That's mm. all we're doing, you yeah. know. And it, we love doing it. I I, I love it with all my heart, and, and I'll love give to, it 160. Yeah. You know, if we can keep doing it, great. Exactly. But if someone does say, you know what, you can't do it anymore, I go, you know what, I've played your fair, and that's beyond my wildest dreams so yeah i've done all right <laughs> you're awesome man. so what were you doing on the site what kind of job um so i was basically a, a sparky's mate electrician's um handyman so it was the first couple were of you learning on a job yeah 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 i mean the first month was very much like uh or you know as they say if, if you're in an office like making the teas but it wasn't it was so it was a, a six six story uh office block that we were making which was bizarre because obviously no one was working in offices anyway and everyone that was building this kind of said no one's even going to come and buy this big office and it was next to the VAR building actually um so obviously I had to travel from Brighton all the way up to Stockley Park right. every day uh four in the morning then get back at five and yeah it was it was long old days were you taking a hog with that I, I drove it to a certain place and then we all got in the van all the all the lads got in the van and we drove up <sighs> together and yeah, so it was a it was a big old adventure, and you know, for the first couple of months, I was you know literally just pulling cables and dragging all the the ladder and basket and stuff like that, all the stuff that the actual professional electricians have done. Do you know what I mean? They've yeah. done that. They've done their years of of carrying all that kind of stuff, and then um, once they could see that I was trustworthy, they started like you know giving me more and more actual. Uh, work to do and leaving me with some of the electrics and stuff like that and I'd occasionally I'd do an extra little course just to bump up my qualifications just so Good for you yeah so it was great and I've, I even said you know to my friend Joe that it would be great to try and do some sort of full qualification um throughout while I'm working 
in in this industry that you know even if it was a night course just to have something you, like it just shows how you know vulnerable our business is and how delicate it is that yeah. it, it could be just taken and and at that point you know it was you know to go back to that was I, I want to make sure that I'd be at the head of the game so, is that something you can do while you're uh, I'm looking I'm still definitely looking into it yeah but you know at the moment um, now you're enjoying being inspector yeah labels is taking its priority and you know you've got to give it 160% you got to keep those pecs in order (laughs) I gotta are you flexing right now like what's happening I'm not not. what's going on what's your what's your training regime Uh, do you know what I have um, I have a a trainer uh, called Josh DaCosta so that's a little plug for him actually and he's been a wonderful wonderful man because uh, I will be completely honest I have no idea about fitness i lost eight stone a while you know a couple of years ago and that kind of started my career going slow down mm. eight stone mm. yeah wow yeah what was the mental sh- shift for you to want to do that or i well it's a very easy mental shift so basically i when i graduated for about five years i couldn't couldn't get a west end audition anything to I don't mean to interrupt. You say it's easy, but it's not for a lot of people. No, no, right? no. I, I, I couldn't. But even, you got to. It took you f- so five years. Five years of just doing anything I could. Like I, I, I mean, I wasn't really working. So you're eight stone heavier than you are now. Yeah, I was just under nineteen stone. Holy shit! How tall were you? I'm only five eleven. You're only five eleven now. Yeah, I'm getting shorter. You yeah. seem so tall. <laughs> it's the man bun. It's the man bun. <laughs> um, and wait, did you? Did you say you trained? You were at, you no, were no. So at that point, I was, I was, you know, I was just. Um, so how did you expect to get auditions? Wait aside. How, well, you never that, trained. That, that's the thing. I, I just, you know, if I'm being honest, all drama school. I didn't start singing until I was eighteen. So before I was doing lots, and then when I went to drama school, I found alcohol and food, and I was a lover of cheese toasties, and that's that's kind of you know I just put on a lot of weight, and then um, uh, when. About five years after that, I, I got to um, be understudy of Shrek in the original cast of Shrek Musical at Drury Lane. Wait, how did you get that? Well, I managed to get an audition. And obviously, because they didn't need a fat suit, I was a shoo-in. Do you know what I mean? So I was one step Can ahead of the game. Is that, are you <laughs> yeah. trying to be funny? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. So I was, you know, I was in there. I was, didn't have quite the fat suit that everyone else had. No, hang and, on, hang on. So, uh, I want to take something from this that people would be wondering, but how do you get the audition? I mean, that was my agent at the time. You had an agent? I did get an audition. How did you get an agent? uh, From my drama school. Oh, you did go to drama school? Yeah, I did Did you say this or did I miss this? No, we just didn't talk about it. But I asked you, did you train? Like, nah, I didn't Oh, I thought you meant, did you train? Because you were talking about my pecs. So I thought (laughs) we were back at that. (laughs) Yeah, I went to, so I went to three years at Guildford. Okay, there we go. We'll get back to your pecs, by the way. And then, um, yeah, and then I didn't... uh, I wasn't okay. really successful. I just couldn't get in the door, couldn't couldn't get any auditions for anything. But then Shrek the Musical came and obviously they wanted some curvy people and, and that, there I was, waving that that freak flag, as they call it, from the show. And um and then I was actually playing the role of Shrek and uh the writer was over from America and she said, After I'd performed, I think you'd be a lot more successful if you lost weight. And at first I thought, cheeky. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was, <laughs> and then the next morning I woke up and I started running. And I've never, I've never missed a day of training since. It's like Forrest Gump. 
Yeah, I've I've never missed. Oh well, it's it's and it has had its bad effects. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It's you know even when I was playing Fiero, you know when trying to jump into those tights every day and try and feel you're holding that six pack and you know when there's people coming out of drama school who are just naturally with those six packs and it it takes a lot for me to train. It takes you know a hard hard graft. It that is hard, but I always say. You know, look at the people in the films and stuff like that. They train really, really hard because they want they want to work. They want to do those films. And at this moment, like I say, I want to I want to work. So I want to be in the best shape of my life. I want to be give it one hundred and sixty percent. And then when it comes to that point where no one wants to hear me sing or no one wants to see the hair flicks, then maybe I can have a few more cheese toasties. <laughs> well, listen, I, I think I want to. I don't know if it's a word is like defend what that producer said to you because I had a producer say to me is what got me into shape yeah. too obviously but I didn't have the, the the weight discrepancy that you went to and the, the, the mental fortitude and mm. also the, uh, we'll touch on it some more when you say this the the bad effects of that too because I know what it's like the more in shape I got the less uh, secure I got about mm. myself of course I can sit there do a fitness shoot post yeah, on Instagram yeah, yeah. but that's all for show. Mm. But inside my head, I'm looking at that with a fine tooth comb where oh, I never used to do that. It's terrible. And I don't think she was saying because of your size, you'll never work because this industry no, no, thankfully all. celebrates all shapes Which and sizes. Which is great now. But I think you specifically, the way you look, the way you carry yourself, yeah, you're not a character actor. You're yeah. leading and I think that was the, that, what they call conventional leading. Yeah. And I, and I, and I see that a lot in, <clears throat> in, the, in the social kind of world at the moment of you know people kind of saying why can't I do this if I was slightly overweight and and I and I get and I understand that side of the industry I really do and I think like you said I think you hit, hit nail on the head at that I think she saw something that you know and it was she wasn't saying you are fat lose weight it was just mm. kind of thinking this is another thing and I could have just gone nah but after five years of not working and then having this kind of you know I, I you know, to stand there as Shrek on Drury Lane and I kind of go, oh, oh, maybe I need to change something of myself. You know, it's not all just singing every day and practicing every day. Maybe, unfortunately for me, it is my aesthetics. And I did that and, and then things that I've always wanted to even be considered for started to happen. And then, you know, a couple of years down the line, five years down the line, then it's lame is and I'm like, wow, there's my goal, there's my dream. And, I'm going to grab it with both hands and yeah, that's amazing. And it's, it's hard when we talk about weight and especially when I do post fitness stuff and that's cause it's my passion. It's mm. not necessarily me going, this is what you should do. Yeah. You know, but I, I will always advocate, mm. have a healthy heart more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Be happy in yourself. Yeah. The aesthetics part, it's neither here or there, you know, no. for you and I, with what we want to do, the roles we go for, it seems to be leaning that way. Yeah. So we put in the extra effort. Me, I'm trying to stay as young as I can now. <laughs> exactly. I got and how many years on you? Ten. Oh, how old are you? You don't want to say. How young are you? I'm 34. Okay. I, at least it's not a decade. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost though. Yeah. Am I 43? I think I'm 43. I'm 43. Well, I mean, you look fantastic. Thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that. Was very important because I think some people will relate to that. So you lost the weight, but then you're struggling with it somewhat probably more because oh, I've, I've, I've struggled I bet you're probably slightly more accepting of what you 
how you were, if the you, size you were. When I was a big guy, more swagger. a lot of people said, you know, I miss Fat Brad sometimes, you know, and I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That's the, that's the honest truth because I did have no inhibitions. I would, you know, I'd take my top off, run around. I was a bit more carefree and, you know, alcohol and partying and stuff. But again, it's there's that, that difference as well. I think the, not the more successful, because I don't think that's a, that's a thing from being, like I say, being ensemble to being a lead. I don't think there's any more success in that. I just think that that's just the the role that someone's asked you to play, you know. But it's, you then take a, I don't know, there's, your standards change. So when I was an un- understudy, I would look at the people playing the roles and I'd be like, I want your job. I want your job so bad and I'm gonna and I'm gonna get it. That wasn't to say that they were bad at their jobs, no, but I was just hungry. Mm-hmm. And so now if when I'm playing a role, I wanna make sure that I never let myself down so that no one can kind of go, I want your job and you don't deserve it. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like because I was that person and I'm I won't I won't lie about that. I would look if there was mucking about or from the person that I was covering, I'd be like I want that so bad and you're you're you don't cherish it and so now it's at that point where I'm like I just want to make sure that I cherish it every day and I and I work really really hard so that hopefully then when the understudies come up and take that role then they just they love it just as much and then I think that also helps shows stay alive do you know what I mean you know 100%. and I think you you learn you know I, I always say that there is a guy called I don't know if you know him Peter Lockyer of him, I don't think we met Okay, him. so he was the Jean Valjean when I first arrived and he just ingrained so much in me and I was just kind of like, wow. you And he had been Marius for like six years in Broadway and then now he was Valjean and I was just like, wow, you know, you're working, your your wife is with you, you're having a lovely time and, and that's that's kind of, that's a dream, isn't it? You know, to do the thing that you love and then also your family are safe and happy and you know, you see so many people in their jobs and they're not happy, then why do it? Like, like you only get one one life and I want to make sure that I just really have a good time doing it. And so I just focus all my energy. I'm very kind of military like that, which sometimes is bad. And, you know, I hold my hands up about it. I can be quite but tunnel visioned, but... There is that saying, that, you know, there's discipline equals freedom. You yeah. Know? You're doing what you want to do now because of mm. that discipline. Yeah. And that's for your path and mm. your choices. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And I think people can what they can take from that is when you had a goal, what you did to get that goal. Yeah. Now everyone can relate that to themselves and exactly. their own personal and everyone route. has their own challenges and own own demons that they have to kind of get over, and it only makes you a, a stronger person. So how do you what how, what's your diet like now? Do you when you say you party the alcohol? Yeah. You weren't, and I don't mean to be. You can be not honest. Sensitive. You weren't. It's not. You didn't were an alcoholic. You were just no, partying. no, no. I just yeah. I was just right. So you, you can know. you can still have a drink now if you want. Yeah, to. but I, I just tend not to. Um, again, I think it's. I I do if it's like a weekend or something like that. Yeah. But I, again, I it's, I don't want to let my standards down because if I got on stage and and I did a duff note, that's because I had a drink the night before and that would really annoy me that someone's paid 150 pounds. Do you to... never hear a duff note then? Oh, I do. Okay. I, but I, <laughs> I, don't, like, but I don't want it to be out of... Yes. Because of my, the choices that it's I've out made. Out of hu- being a human. Yeah. That's yes. Yeah, if it's out of me being human or I'm tired or something like that, that's fine. Okay. But if it's because I was out till four o'clock the night before getting drunk, then I'm like, yeah. well, I've got myself to blame and the understudy should have been on and no wonder he's... Well, we have a me. sense of responsibility, yeah. you know? And it's, it's part of the gig when you sign up for eight shows Absolutely. a week and... 
I'm a, I think athletes. it's amazing. You, it's exactly what, of all shapes and sizes, Absolutely. but you're at, it's an athletic yeah. task and yeah. ask, you know, but I think that's amazing. Your morals, your standards, your ethics. Where did that get ingrained from as a kid? I don't know. Where'd I, you grow up? Uh, Brighton. Nice, man. Yeah. By the sea. Yeah. It was really, really good. I mean, all my family are still there. All my best mates are still there. Um, and we've only just recently moved from there, actually. Um, literally like six months ago. I heard, yeah. So, uh, You're nearer to my neck of the woods Yeah, now. well, we're Cambridgeshire now, so... That's so close to me. Yeah, it's lovely. Get really? another Harley. I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm about to sell mine, though. Oh, I'll buy yours. <laughs> Do you want a Harley? <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, so it's it, it had to go from being in the sea, you know, around that area, it's been, it's been quite crazy to move to the country but again there's different goals you know hopefully in a few years me and my fiance might have children and we've got two dogs now so the the country life is a lot better f for all of us and we're a lot closer to her family because she's from uh, St Helens so lovely. you know it's kind of equidistant from Brighton and, and Liverpool so it's it's really lovely and it's it's our home rather than my home and you know so it's it's really really nice you gone punting yet no we haven't no not yet not yet. It's she, hard. I can imagine. I can imagine. It, I did that before. I went character research. Yeah. When I took Phantom, I thought, oh, let's go see what punting's like. <laughs> it's that. not like you see yeah. it. That's yeah. why I got tried to do it. But, you know, the punt on, on stage is so thin. But then yeah. I was like, this is hard yeah. ass work. Yeah. And I the amount imagine. of times my punt got stuck in, so the ball kept going. I was like, shit. <laughs> so we got to go back and get it. Yeah. So how is it going now with the run? You guys are fully open. You're doing eight shows fully a week again? Open. We're doing seven shows at seven. the moment, yeah. I think because they were just, I think Cameron and his team were just kind of testing the waters to see if the audience are, were, they? are there. You know, to see are if they? they are. They, I mean, we're... How much do you love doing seven, though? I Do you know what? I really do, but it does feel slightly kind of... You're on tender hooks because you're like, where's... I feel like I should be in doing another show, but let it is Let me lovely. ask the Valjean... How is it nice doing seven? <laughs> He's loving it. Yeah. <laughs> He's loving it. You know, John is a superb. He's a, an incredible leading man. and um, he's, just, he's another easygoing guy, man. He's just wonderful to work with. Well, from what I remember, you know, like he's yeah. just laid back. He really, really is. No drama. No, there's not. And it, he's just he's just all about good morale for the company. And, yeah. You know, and he's, he's a good person. He, really, he is a wonderful person. And, every, and what's really nice, I didn't know him prior to this um and my fiance is in in hamilton now and you know obviously he was in that and and other shows since that of if you ever mention his name everyone just says oh, he's a really nice man and and that truly is what he is he's he's a lovely leading man he's you know great. perfect for valjean he's perfect for valjean yeah and um you know it's, it's just wonderful to to be with someone that's that passionate as well you know i think it's, it's always difficult you know you can say as well if you're honest you know when you're working with someone that's probably not as passionate maybe as what you are There's, mm -hmm. that's that's difficult um because you know you can sometimes collide a little bit but john's equally as you know passionate about the show as i am and yeah and that's incredible and rare and things are right with you it's not about me, Bradley. Oh, okay, okay. It's about you. Sorry, no, it's the no, about everything me. is great. You know, I'm very, <laughs> you know, I'm still finding it hard to get excited about things. That's why, like, on paper, yeah, yes, everything's incredible. The next, I don't know, 20 months is so diverse and so many things going yeah. in. I'm so lucky to have a schedule that's so booked up. 
But now I'm like, it could all change in, in a blink of eye. And so does, yeah. I, every time like people say, oh, are you excited about Funny Girl? I said, I'll tell you after I take my first bow. Yeah. Because, you know, that was all for two years ago. Wow. I've been, that thing has been going on and on. That's why it got to the point where I'm like, well, I yeah. hope it happens. It'll be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, but like you say, there's, there is more to life and I'm trying to diversify my efforts as well because yeah. at the end of the day, like yourself, the only thing that's important to me is putting a roof over their heads. Yeah. Making sure my little squatters that are my boys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Get food on the table, you know. Yeah. And uh, and just keep at any moment there's something to do. Even just doing this now, this yeah. podcast with you. I'm, I was so excited about doing this. Yeah, me too. Where before, like I, I remember when I was set up podcasts and it'd be over Zoom or, you know, remotely. It felt like a chore. Mm. Because I wanted to hang with those people. I wanted to see them yeah. in person. And I'm glad they they were still received well, but it's all about community. It's all about connection. And I miss I miss that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk about your training program. What's going on? Oof. Well, I mean it's, So you it, said Josh Josh Acosta, yeah. Um, another drop for Josh Acosta. Yeah, another drop for him. He's actually he's in Tina Turner, the musical. So oh, he's, he's a, a an actor. Too. Yeah, he's a performer. He's actually a new dad. So congratulations. Yeah, he's a, a new dad, and um, his partner was actually in the show with me uh, in Lame is the concert and um, the older production, and um, yeah, I just kind of reached out to him because. So he's a PT. Yeah, he's a PT. Uh, he's, he's got his own company that he's kind of built from literally ground up, and now he has a plethora of performers and stage people and what's the company called let's give him a plug um i think it's literally called josh da costa fitness but he also has like a side one daddy fitness I we'll get back to it so i can I he can, only gets one plug yeah that's it that's it josh sorry um <laughs> but yeah um and it, he's just been really great for me mentally because uh you know I, I won't lie i think when when sometimes when you are ignorant about your training and ignorant about fitness i mean i was always into nutrition and i could uh did lots of courses on it and i even did you know uh uh what is it called a diploma on my nutrition and did you? yeah just because i wanted to know as much about it as i possibly could but sometimes it's it's not easy to practice what you preach do you know no. and i was training so so hard every single day but yet starving myself you know that's the if you you know being blunt as you you can be honest about it you know i was not eating what i should be and and i was tired but i was just kind of like nope i've i've got this this six pack and this is not going and let's let's keep busting my balls you know yeah. and and it got to a point where it was having effects on me and having effects on my partner and that's when you kind of go right i need to take this out of my hands and i need to to seek advice and and he has a wealth of knowledge that was able to kind of say this is your maintenance calories yeah. this is your gaining calories this is if you want to get a bit more you know a bit more muscle on yourself this is if you want to get shredded so we've done lots of different things um, i've been with him for two years the, uh, originally the reason i went with him actually is because i wanted to look as best as i could when i proposed to uh, my fiance so i had like a kind of end goal that were you shirtless for this no i wasn't i just wanted to feel like <laughs> really strong and, and handsome and feel really good about asking her to be my wife, do you know? 
ultimately you want to feel your best self. Yeah, I just I, I just really wanted to feel strong and not weak and you know and and he was Were able, you going to lift her? No, I, I had nothing to Marry do with me. Yeah, it was nothing about that at all. It just I just wanted to feel lovely in a suit and and oh, feel mate. smart about it, do you You're know what I mean? Beautiful guy. Um come on. And uh so yeah, that was How my, selfless. You got like the best <laughs> of your life for someone else well, for a moment. It's the truth. Yeah, it's the absolute truth. And um and so I did that and then and then we worked on like a maintenance way and then um obviously while I was playing Andres I was tried to be a just a little bit smaller and a bit leaner and now obviously playing Javert I'm I'm trying to which I find extremely difficult I find extremely difficult um to put myself in like a surplus because yeah, I that's a mental thing mentally that's really difficult for me yeah um which I struggle with and Josh is absolutely incredible with because for me if someone said you have to eat a lot more calories but still train if you then start to lose what you've had for so long you then feel like you're gonna lose your jobs lose your partner lose your you know all these kind of wealth well, of, this is something specific to your yeah and this narrative. is yeah this is me and this shows my insecurities like, like this is heavy like this th- i feel sad for you when you yeah 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 this is going through your but mind but that's why that's why i reached out to josh and he's been been really great to be able to kind of like do this, do that. This is what you got to eat today, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I feel like it's almost out of my hands, and then I can, then I have that energy to put it into the show. See, that's crazy because most people like when they go into surplus. Like for me, I guess my only thing would be like, I'm gonna lose abs to gain, then you shred again. Yeah, but I I, I don't start going. I'm gonna lose my job. I'm gonna lose my yeah fiance. yeah. That's that's, but that but I think that's where it's come from. Where I've and that's where I've said you know when you go from Shrek where you've not had any kind of career to losing weight to then having this career to then finding this absolute rocket of a fiance you're like wow you know what is my life you know you know and it and it feels like did that come from having six pack no how ignorant it came from your heart but of course of course but there's that you you it always comes from some sort of root doesn't it and so like i say josh i kind of reached out to josh i don't go to the gym i don't pay any fees to go to a gym so the fees that I would pay to go to a gym, I'd pay for a guy to... You have a home gym set up? Yeah. What'd you I, call it, your shed? I call it the shred shed. The shred shed. Go on. <laughs> and it's literally, it's literally a garden shed. But if you go inside, it's like Jenga. You know, Tetris. You know, yeah. Tetris. Like, Move stuff around. Open it up and then it's got full squat, you know, pull-up bars. How big's your shed? It's honestly no bigger than this table. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. How do you get a squat rack in there? It's like folded up. It's and then folded I, Yeah, and I put it all, take it all out, put it all together. And you know, it's, I've got, what else I've got? Um, uh, my favorite thing is Echo Bike. Yeah. Got one it of never those. Never gets easy, man. Never gets easy, but I love it. I just want to, and because I'm not a therapist, but I, I care about you. The, are you, are you, is, is only Josh, he's helping you mitigate the connection between you're not gonna lose your life if you lose. Yeah, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's been okay. he's he's been fantastic. That's yeah. important because he's, he's been wonderful. He's and that's and that's it. You, sometimes I think you know nowadays you, you can go to therapy, you can go to other people, but you you sometimes are never able to kind of understand, especially in our industry, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be. That is true. That's it, and sometimes you actually just need to kind of go. I just need a bit of advice, and he's been incredible, and he's been so so wonderful for me for the last few years so i have utmost respect for him and to be a dad and to be doing his self-training and as well as also being in the theater kind of uh it's inspiring to 
to be with a trainer like that because you know you see especially on social media all these fad diets all these quick yeah 90 90 second diets and then you've got a six pack and you're like oh wow okay you know so it's uh you know he's doing he teaches you the right way so that you can live a really good lifestyle especially in the times like this you know so many people do you eat after the show do you eat before the show in between shows when it's matinee so you know he puts that all easy plans you're ready and do you have do you do you count calories are I you do, doing yeah. that yeah obviously yeah. so you're in a surplus now I'm, I'm in a very small surplus at the moment yeah while well, we've just gone through a different phase <laughs> you know i'm not gonna leave you <laughs> i'm gonna be your mate i'm there surplus or not mate yeah. <laughs> okay yeah everyone's probably thinking what is going on here what's all this surplus and this like intake yeah so how long what's going on with javert what's the contract the um now? so i'm in it till september next year wow yeah so we we all i think every, everyone from what i know from the the concert kind of uh from from the show uh was offered the a 12 month contract um which i think after the 18 months that we've had and you know what cameron has done especially for for lay miz throughout the pandemic you know it was it was a no-brainer to kind of you know and i owe cameron a lot you know he's given me some of the best moments in my life and my mm. career so uh, of course as soon as he was said do you want to do this I was like without a shadow of a doubt you know let's do it and let's have fun and then um move on to yeah well, exciting listen, things. I can say the same things because he's given me some of my yeah. best moments too so I, I understand what you're saying although when he came to me for Valjean he didn't say do you want to do this he said I come for my pound of flesh darling <laughs> I said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Play Jean Valjean. I was like, no. But that's, an, that's a whole different story. <laughs> I, I want to hear it. <laughs> For someone who didn't have, well, someone who's achieved their aspirations, mm. you were Ensemble Les Mis. Yeah. Which is super fun. Amazing. Do you see things for yourself post Javert? Do you know what? It's really difficult. And uh, you know, and I don't want you to think twelve months ahead. You still got this beautiful. Yeah, of ahead course. Of you. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this, and this is my priority, and and this is what I am I'm thinking about. But equally, I know, you know, we've actually got the same agent, Alex. Great. She's think? amazing. She's amazing. And um, you know, and I often speak to her and say, "What do I do? Where am I going? What?" And it's obviously, you know, but because I have acquired that goal of being in Les Mis the i i need to create a new goal of course you know there's it's always great to have new goals and new aspirations but i don't know what that is and that's i'm i mean in equal measures excited and nervous about the journey ahead but i haven't had that for a long time so you know and you know after this year then i'm i'm really excited to kind of just just get out there and, and see what I can do, you know? Yeah. Maybe they they might bring Vikings back and I can be up for it. But they would oh, finish that. Wouldn't that be fun to I do? Know. <laughs> but I got to get nipple length yeah, still. Yeah, you got to get nipple length. Get it down to the nipple. Yeah, maybe we could just create our own musical about it, about Vikings. It, I don't think it will. could be just a two-hander. <laughs> we should start. Let's start. Let's get, let's work on Camel at first. Okay. How yeah. are you feeling about that? I'm buzzed. Because you're singing... Probably my favorite theater song. It's the most beautiful song. Oh, there's no pressure then. <laughs> if ever I would leave you, it's stunning. Yeah, I'm. As soon as, again, Alex kind of gave me that call and said, "Do you want to do it?" As I said, "Okay, me? You sure?" You know, when I heard about yourself and Lucy St. Louis, I was kind of like, "Are you sure? Oh, let's 
okay, yeah, absolutely. I was, there wasn't even, the only hesitation was like more of them, are they sure about asking me? But yeah, I, was, I just couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. It's just an old classic that, well, that's, and I yeah. love classic musical theatre. Yeah. I love it. And and I feel like there's, an, there's a nice window for that that we don't yeah, have much right now. We don't. It, you're right. But I don't know, I haven't done a deep dive into the show Not yet, yet no. I'm, I'm, I've listened to the, the album a lot just to kind of, and also it's, it, you know, like you said, like we touched on earlier, because we are, you know, athletes as it were, your, your voice, whereas my voice at the moment, I've had to go from Andras being, you know, the high baritone yeah. to then shove it in its boots. So I'm having to just gently already, already just to make sure that my voice is kind of up there for that, just starting to make sure that it's kind of prepared for it, you know, so it's, it's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Kind Are you of one of those who wakes up and you do a voice check right away? Um, my partner would say yes. Does it go with the part? Like every time as Val trying to wake up, I go, I open my eyes and just go home. Okay, we're fine. <laughs> Did it, you? It would always go as Phantom be like, so. <laughs> Anastasia wasn't so much because it wasn't as, as yeah. taxing. I mean, the people, with, especially in, in the show, would definitely say that I walk around the theater kind of like, ah, mmm, mmm, <laughs> just making sure that it's really, you know, down there. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's necessarily a note. It's just more of like a, uh. <laughs> just to get that well, yeah, get it in there yeah because that they're, they're, that I would tell you is, is, is such a funny note because it's it's there but you, you it's like a, it's a, one of those ones that people know they listen to it they're waiting for that or for a chain yeah chain yeah I don't know how to well, yeah, how low I, is it I, I, I don't really go for it. it come on do it oh, no I'm joking yeah. <laughs> I was actually good I was like oh, really okay. oh I do it <laughs> I don't think I think okay um Chain. Before you say another word. <laughs> <laughs> we got to round off at some point. Yeah. That, man. I would love that. I would Maybe doing cam up rehearsals on lunch break. We'll have to okay, go. fun. We're up for it. It's a lot more <laughs> vicious to fight now. So It's with the chains. Mm. I did that version. In well, New York. Yeah, but your version was a little bit. So we changed it again. This wasn't as... I don't think you saw my version. Oh, yeah, we did. I got the video. We, we, we watched the videos many a time. And we were like, right, let's amp this up a bit. <laughs> You're like, really? Oh, no, I need to see it. <laughs> you wait, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be like, that's not how we did it. <laughs> but that, that chain, I remember yeah. when we first started doing it, I'm like, that's a real chain. Yeah, it's a real chain. It hurts. Yeah. At least three out of the seven that I did, I'd be getting knuckled or something. I'd be yeah. like, God's sake, man. Yeah, it was... I think you know they're definitely. I mean, they've. We're very lucky now. I'm not sure if they, if they had this. They, I think it's like a new thing, but they, we've now got a fight captain and. Yeah, we have. Been. So you know, we do go through the all the fights with, um, you know, with kind of a fine tooth comb just to make sure that everything is because you know when it, it is a, a heavy heavy chain and if that, and I'm not and you know we you want it to be as realistic as it possibly can be so you are swinging, quite hard and if that did hit your head you would oh, definitely 100 so it's, it is quite daunting but at the same time you kind of come off me and john always have like a hug just afterwards like oh phew phew <laughs> you got yeah. all your eyes yeah you got all your fingers you, you okay yeah we're okay fine it's like, so, yeah you sorry about that sorry about that yeah it's okay it's okay but at the that time that was an accident right? yeah, but at the yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 big time because you know what it's like you get on there and you're like i i detest this man and he looks back at you and you're like i hate you and you're like i'm so up for this fight and then at the end you're like giving each other a little cuddle and 
you know, we walk up like <laughs> best friends up the stairs. So uh, yeah, it's 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 brilliant. Like I it's say, it's great to have that relationship with your best. It really is. It really vice versa. is. It's just it makes, and I've been blessed as well. You know, I had Hadley, Earl, Will, legends. It's just so much fun, and they yeah. all had their own personalities and charisma in the part. And yeah. I, I can totally see that with you as well. And I'm slightly envious of John, but he's in the right place, and he yeah. deserves to be there. Yeah, and I think you guys. Is. I can't wait to see you guys square off yeah you're gonna have a great 12 months i'm really excited about it really excited about it i think we all i think not only as actors do we deserve it but i think the all the audience and everyone they involved it, they they want it so badly and it's you part can, of the culture it's part yeah. of who they are as well they love that's part of their what they want to do they want to yeah. go to the theater they want to they really do forget about things for three hours yeah and it's and it's it is nice just to see that even you know before there was that kind of moment you saw lots of phones in the audience, do you know what I mean? Like you could see that light where people were like, no, they're taking it for a bit more granted. Now it's it's very, it's actually quite rare to see a, a phone and you're like, thank God. Yes. Like people are really invested and in, in actually watching what we're doing because they can just put down their phones for once and Listen, just immerse themselves. And it makes a world of a difference. And I've got obviously very fortunate I've experienced over in the Far East where nobody takes their phone out. Yeah. And it makes for a better show. It makes for a more... Com- communal feel mm. because now we're all in this together yeah there's not one person like cutting the circuit you know what yeah. i mean and every time someone takes out a phone the circuit's cut of course it is because then it's not it doesn't involve just the people on stage it involves the, the 10 20 people around that person who are like oh god they're on their phone and you know and then the, and they've missed what's going on and yeah. you know it, like you say it's, it's such a it has such a chain reaction then other people think oh i can do it as well do you know what i mean on the sly and so it's it's nice that people are having a just just not even respect it's just a bit more kind of like let's just put that away and let's just have fun and watch yeah. theater again and it's and it's lovely i actually went to uh see my fiance in hamilton and i was just i was you know behind the tears and stuff i was just in awe of just the, the company and the whole i'd never seen that show so i was just like wow this is amazing and i've just had those three hours just flew by just lovely just to put your phone Mm -hmm. away and just watch this talent just hit you in the face it was great i love how you speak about her i love your heart your soul and i hope brother i want to encourage you that your spirit your heart your just who you are no amount of abs will equate to that (laughs) you are more than all that so you know all that's just what you want to do and keep you whatever you need to do to stay happy but i just hope you know that you, the person, Bradley, are a great dude. Thank you. And for someone who's introverted, I could see. I, f- I can't believe the hours is gone. I know, it's absolutely flowed, yeah. We'll do this again. And absolutely. I want to hang more. You're around yes. the corner. Let's go punting together. Let's do it. Shall we do that? Let's do it. Real quick, what made you smile today? Um, I took my two dogs for a walk with my fiance and we held hands and kind of, yeah, in the countryside, it was really lovely. You're a beautiful guy. <laughs> and can you give me a childhood memory that makes you smile that comes to your head right away? Um, oh, oh my goodness. Do you know what? I actually say this to my fiance. I have a real bad childhood. memory of, no, not childhood, <laughs> of like look, looking back at when I was young, kind of going, oh, I have, that's a really good memory. Or I don't really remember when I was younger. Is that weird? No, I have terrible memory. So I yeah, can't so sometimes much. I don't always, um, I can't even think of anything that's, like, how young are we talking? I mean, I, or whatever came to your head when I was eighteen. <laughs> um, I, nothing even came to my head then. That's terrible, isn't it? Um, I'm, I'm now I'm on the spot. I'm panicking. I'm sweating. Um, well, tell me this, and let's not dive into 
childhood memory because it might be no it's not it's not I was just actually thinking what have I done when I was a child <laughs> do you never remember going to the Brighton Beach yeah I mean I, I the do. pier yeah I, having one of those sugary donuts I actually just literally just as soon as you said that I was thinking about when all me and my friends were about God, 15 or something and every Friday night after school we used to go down to play football on the bowling greens even though we knew it was illegal why the fuck didn't you say that well I just because I just thought it's illegal <laughs> But it was but it was we used fun. To, we all, but we were we were courteous. We took our shoes off. We used to play in socks, and it was so much fun. And very quick, what's with the knuckle ink? Oh, um, well, it's because if I'm being really honest, I'm obsessed with tattoos, and um, I know that in our industry, sometimes people go, "Oh, you can't, you won't work if you've got tattoos." And even though I'm looking at yourself, and I, also I never know exactly what to have, whereas. On my hands. You might as well put it on your hands. Yeah. It's, it's really weird, but I, I always feel like as well, when your body changes, things, shapes, tattoos change and change their shape. The ink changes, moves. And it's, and I'm... Does it? Of course, if you lose weight. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm worried so, about me as the years get older. Yeah, so I've just, I, I like it on my on my hands because I, I wear, you know, I like I wear lots, lots of rings and stuff and, and then I haven't got to ever kind of go... Do do do, shove it shoulder. <laughs> Which is exactly what I have to do. <laughs> Brother, love you, man. I'm glad we did this. Me too. Stay Thank happy. you very much for having me. You've been listening to The Hang. I am Ramin Karamloo. The Hang is produced by Mercy Productions and Desert Highway and recorded at Soho Live Studios. Check out my new app. Go to ramin.fan.direct where you can find brand new content, giveaways, and exclusive news. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.